welcome to the Folk Horse Podcast. Previously on Folk Horse. So we're here for part two. Yes. To of the gay episode. of the gay episode yeah. part two of just you know taylor's life as a yeah, gay person exactly and please note that this is episode 13 it is our season finale yes don't worry we've already been picked up for season two <laughs> yeah you don't have to wait and, and you wonder. won't be waiting that long <laughs> but this this will it seems like the the perfect conclusion mm-hmm. to a season that has really taken us through Taylor's life and career. And Jim started our own careers. Exactly. <laughs> Podcasters, yeah. We'll be leaving our school programs and jobs. <laughs> yes. To be full-time Taylor. If only. Uh, yeah, wow. If only. That's the real dream job. That's the real dream. Okay. So, yes, as we said, previously on Folk Horse, give us give us the recap of episode 12 if there are any listeners who haven't listened to the full episode, although you should. Yeah, I mean, go back and listen to that first. Also, look at our Instagram. Yes. Because we have added some great content. <laughs> some great com- content. Yes. Um, so we, we had a, a fun little uh, posting spree this morning. Yeah. Nothing like a 9 a.m. Exactly. dump. <laughs> like, on, on yes. Okay. yes. It's understood. It's, it's understood. understood. Yes. So as we discussed last time, Taylor Swift is a bi icon. <laughs> <laughs> she has um, a long history of rumored relationships with women that is reflected in some key lyrics throughout her albums. Um, and we we stopped last time discussing reputation, which yeah. And would you say like the you know the the gay uh, subtext, or there's more you know seemingly gay things as she gets further into her career? Yes. So kind of like starting, I would say like most significantly with like 1989. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think so, and I think reputation. Like, as we said last time, definitely her gayest album, yeah. in our opinion. And I feel like... Which is why it's the best album. Exactly. <laughs> it's why it's the best album, and it's why people are fucking sleeping on it. Yeah. Homophobia. Homophobia. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's much more, you know, to discuss as we will get into today, reputation on. Um, but just know that the the history is there mm-hmm. and it's discussed in full in the previous episode yes and we'll be just blazing ahead we'll be blazing ahead so so yeah i as i said we we did discuss reputation last time especially as it concerns you know carly theories mm-hmm. um lots of lots of key lyrics throughout this album about you know secrecy forbidden love Mm -hmm. friends to lovers no one knows that we're together etc etc um a few other key things from the reputation era i do want to highlight before we move on to lover etc um back to the google doc back to the google doc um so when taylor posted about reputation coming out she posted a picture of her in this like sequence rainbow dress. I hate this hair. Slash, she's like the worst hair. It's terrible hair. It's terrible Ugh. hair. But that's besides the point. That's beside the point. <laughs> There's nothing. It's 
also like a really ugly outfit. It's a terrible outfit. I mean, no, I, I understand know. that it's rainbow, but like, no, it's, I know. it's terrible. really ugly. It's, we only mention it because, because it's <laughs> rainbow. And she writes, reputation is out, let the games begin. She also wears that in the Endgame music video. Oh, good call. Yes, good call. And we'll be discussing it more on season two. Exactly. When we do our the music video episode. Yes. Uh, can't wait. Um, so in addition to this, you know, rainbow outfit post, she also, when she released Reputation, as we've mentioned, released like a magazine booklet thing, which starts with this very long kind of like article style statement or whatever. I mean, Taylor's known for giving kind of a, a little bit of a letter to the fans in the yes, beginning. Yes, yes. When definitely... she announces an album, she's like, this is the theme of it, and mm-hmm. like, this is, you know, whatever. Yeah, she's like, love, Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I do want to read a, a quote from that, which is, when this album comes out, gossip blogs will score the lyrics for the men they can attribute to each song, as if the inspiration for music is as simple and basic as a paternity test. There will be slideshows of photos backing up each incorrect theory because it's 2017, and if you didn't see a picture of it, it couldn't have happened, right? Let me say it again louder for those in the back. We think we know someone, but the truth is we only know the version of them they have chosen to show us. There will be no further explanation. There will just be reputation. So I love how petty this is. No, I know. It's like <laughs> She's like, amazing. before you even say anything. <laughs> No, I know. It's really, like, what's, like, like, just everything about the Reputation era in general, I feel like, just leans into her pettiness, like, so much. Well, what's so funny is everything about the Reputation era, except for Reputation the album, is so cringy. <laughs> yeah. Like, the yeah. album is so good, and everything else is, like, really, like, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, go, continue. Yeah, so I just think, you know, this is worth noting, one, because mm-hmm. she says people will try to say the men that these songs are about. Right. One. Right. That's and she, it's key. very pointedly like the men. Yeah. Attribute. Yeah, I agree. So that's very pointed. And I also think just this, this idea that she's really honing in on, which is like you only know what someone shows of you, mm-hmm. of themselves. Mm-hmm. And she's obviously, you know, spent her whole career and time in the public eye showing a very specific sometimes criticized for being calculated version of herself mm-hmm. um dated a lot of guys mm-hmm. lots of songs about guys you know whatever whatever um so you know it's just it's interesting i think as like you know a way to set up the album and also as she says in this like she doesn't for the most part besides like the tour and stuff like really discuss this album at all Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, is just an interesting choice and kind of also speaks to her leaning into this, like, mm-hmm. you only know, like, what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. And, like, you know, more power to her for yeah. it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And the other, th- the other, like, reputation era into lover era thing that I'll mention is... Recently, I've seen some things. Um, I've I've become privy to some information, yeah. if you will. Got a <laughs> exactly, an inside source called the internet yeah. tells me um, called Reddit exactly <laughs> <laughs> um, that there is another um, 
Victoria's Secret model, whose ta- mm. tailor is perhaps linked to romantically. This yes. is um, Lily Donaldson. Look at the Instagram post. Check the Instagram. You'll see some damning evidence. At <laughs> The theme of the episode today is follow us on Instagram (laughs) and all social media platforms. Exactly. Um, So what I didn't really realize until very recently, and if you don't know who this girl is, she's, as you said, a Victoria's Secret model, very basic blonde Mm -hmm. girl. Yeah. Similar. Carly Carly Gloss. Similar vibe to Carly, similar vibe to Taylor. Yeah. Like she's, so she's someone who kind of actually came on the scene around the same time as Carly they also met at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. She was a guest on 1989 tour with another model or models. Um, and, you know, friends with Taylor during the squad mm-hmm. years. Um, what I didn't realize is she also was really hanging on during the Reputation era. Um, she's someone that Taylor was very frequently like seen out with when she would like go out in New York City, you know, in in between 1989 and Reputation, that you know the summer that was the summer of all summers yeah, for summer Taylor, the downfalls, the Tom Hiddleston. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're talking about that. Summer. We're talking about that. Summer. We're talking about cruel summer, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, she's like out with Lily a lot during this time. Um, some moments to note during those months. Are, there's one night where she's pictured out with Lily and Dakota Johnson and some other people, um, and she has this like gold choker like tattoo on her neck. Oh. It's very hard to see in this picture, but oh, it's like it's like a a tattoo that looks like a choker, mm. and then she still has it on when she's recording. I don't know if she's actually recording dress in this video or if this is a different reputation song, but you know how she did those like making of a song like yeah. videos? Um, if it's if it's not actually dress, you know, it's another main that she did one of those for on reputation, but there is the line in dress, made your mark on me a golden tattoo. Mm. Um, and so people think perhaps that it's associated with Lily because it was when the they were only, out together. Yeah. The only thing that makes me think that's not, though, is because she's, like, obsessed with wearing, like, her boy. Like, she's also always wearing that, like, J necklace. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like this could just be, like, another thing with him. Right. But she was just, like, out with her friends. Yeah. No. I mean. Very true. Worthy of note, mm-hmm. in any case. Yeah. But, yeah. But I think, I think that's very true, honestly, about, and I really don't know that much about it, but a lot of the Lily Taylor stuff. Like, it's Mm. very, like, I think it is pretty, like, aligned with Joe timeline because it's in these months where, like, at this point, like, no one knows she's dating Joe. Mm -hmm. No one's seen her with Joe. But, you know, he's possibly at the Met where she is. He's possibly at this concert that she's at with Lily, too. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it's kind of like they're all sort of, like, orbiting each other um, at this point. And... And it's also worth noting, I think, that Lily, like Joe, is British and from Camden or wherever, Mm. like, you know, in the greater London area. Um, And as we said, like Taylor, like Carly, and like Joe, blonde. 
Yep. Blue eyes. Yep. Just that classic look that potato loves. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll mention that. It's also speculated that sh- that Lily is one of the like robot doll women in the Look What You Made Me Do video. Even though that would be confusing because I feel like they're portrayed negatively in that video. So if she's like still a friend. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. It's also not confirmed that this is her. Mm. Hard to say. It's hard to say because like this the mod they look like just like basic exactly and so does this girl exactly (laughs) so exactly and in in an interesting way too like i feel like lily in particular is someone who's not like super known no i mean until you even mention her i'm like who right like even some of those other random models like martha hunt or like whoever right i've heard their Mm -hmm. name but Mm -hmm. this girl i i don't know yeah and i also wonder if like that's partially why her perhaps romantic involvement with Taylor has flown very under the radar in a different way than like her and Carly who are like so were mm-hmm. so like public everyone was like speculating things right. like about them at the time um unclear um and then a few other like photos of note one this one. Yeah. Very cuddly. Um, these are They're all, like cuddling on the beach. They're cuddling on the beach. Taylor, I mean, they're both wearing beanies. Taylor is wearing like an oversized coat, looking quite gay, <laughs> I'll say. Um, this photo and then this one where she, where Lily's like giving her a piggyback ride are from the Thanksgiving, like before Reputation came out. So Reputation came out November. And it looks like they're in Rhode Whatever Island. year. Yeah, it does look like that. Um, but this is the time where Taylor's quote-unquote in hiding. Mm. She's, like, locked away with Joe somewhere. But we do have these very couple photos of her <laughs> and Lily yeah. at Thanksgiving. <laughs> it makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. It makes you wonder. Um, and then one other kind of weird, like, Lily connection is, I guess apparently every year the models that are, like, in the Victoria's Secret fashion show get some sort of, like, gift. Mm. And so this year, 2016, when she's, when Taylor and Lily are, you know, potentially an item, the gift that the angels get is this ring that, like, looks like wings. Mm. And Taylor either was also given this gift for some reason or was given to it by someone who got it because she has been photographed wearing it like several times interesting which is a bit of an odd choice yeah um i don't know like truly how how often or not she's worn it this seems to just be a random like paparazzi photo of her wearing it she's also wearing it in the delicate like vertical video Mm. um so you know we note that and then also want to note that Lily attended a lot of reputation tour shows. Mm. Um, obviously, like plenty of, you know, squad members or whatever come. Please don't mind the bombs. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> There's just some drama outside. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> it's like so much. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of friends 
come to reputation shows carly even came to reputation shows so like yikes. yikes but it seems like lily came to a lot of them she even went to like the tokyo shows which is like crazy it seems i mean um, it seems this girl has nothing else going on i mean also true she's like i'm just down to hang um and every night on the reputation tour taylor did like a surprise song and at the tokyo show she she did i know places a, I will a gay also track. say, like, if, you know, presumably, like, her and Lily were very close during this period and, like, hanging out mm-hmm. a lot and whatever, and yet, like, I feel like she didn't post that, men- like, whenever she posts with her friends, I feel mm-hmm. like this girl isn't included in that. Yeah. So that could also speak to her maybe, like, keeping it more, like, under wraps. hmm yeah, because no, I, I think feel that's like true. there's a reason why we haven't. I mean, I know like maybe we just haven't like recognized this girl, so we haven't mm-hmm. noted her, but we haven't been like, oh yeah, that girl, and right. that there's like all this stuff mm-hmm. of them together. So that's kind of weird. Yeah, no, that's a great point. I I think I don't know this for sure, but I think maybe the only time, unless Taylor posted some of these Thanksgiving photos, but. I don't know that she did, or maybe just Lily did. Taylor posted for Lily's birthday this during this time. I think her birthday is in like January, February. Um, but other than that, yeah, I don't know if she ever like posted anything about her. At you all. know, or just like yeah. any of her like parties or like Halloween mm-hmm. or like whatever. Like right, she's not like a major player, right. Like at all. Yeah, which could be, you know. She's also, definitely not in bad blood. No, no. Um, yeah, that is really interesting. And and could speak to also the fact that at this point, it, it seems Taylor's really coming off this very public, you know, friendship, relationship, whatever, with Carly. Mm-hmm. And so her instinct very well could be to, like, yeah. not feed that flame, whether it's a best friendship or a right. romantic situation. Um, so yeah, that's, you know, a little, a very brief crash course on Lily Donaldson. There's a lot more out there you can look up about this if you would like, and we will discuss her a little bit more as we get into Lover, um, but. Lover. Lover. Um, yeah, the last, so the last reputation thing I'll say before we get to Lover is on the reputation tour, Taylor gave this, like speech for pride month i don't know if it was like the first maybe like june 1st or whatever Mm. i think it was chicago she gave this speech uh for pride month um she starts she leads into it by talking about like her music and being vulnerable in her music and like you know pouring her heart out in her songs or whatever and then she says it's very brave to be vulnerable about your feelings in any sense in any situation but it's even more brave to be honest about your feelings and who you love and that you know that that might be met with adversity from society. So this month and every month, I want to send out my love and respect to everybody who has been brave enough to be honest about the way they feel, to live their lives as they are, as they feel they should be, as they identify. 
and this is a month where I think we need to celebrate how far we've come, but we also need to acknowledge how far we still have to go. And I want to send my love and respect out to everybody who, in their journey, hasn't yet felt comfortable enough to come out, and may you do that in your own time. May we end up in a world where everyone can live and love equally, and no one has to be afraid to be vulnerable and say how they feel when it comes to feelings and when it comes to love and searching for somebody to spend your whole life with. It's all just really delicate, mm. you know? And then she <laughs> And then she performed delicate. delicate. Um, so, yeah, this, this I feel like really kind of sets up for what we're about to get into, which is the following era. I guess mm -hmm. it probably wouldn't be literally the next year, two years later, when You Need to Calm Down comes out. Mm -hmm. And she does all of her stuff with, like, you know... Glad. Glad and like the equality petition right. and, and all of that stuff. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah, she's setting up that she's down with the gays. She's down with the gays. Um, I also think it's interesting that, like, I don't know. It's interesting just like how she says it, I guess. Just that she's like, you know. I don't know. She makes it about like people who are out versus people who aren't out. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, it's that's a kind good point. of like an interesting like she's like if you're out like that's so brave and awesome but like you know don't forget others are in the closet <laughs> yeah. and it's like okay <laughs> like I mean and that's true and that's valid. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. So keep it in mind because that's going to kind of become a theme that we're going to see. Yeah. And that brings us to the lover era. Um, and I, it's hard to know how to set up this time. I will say first that like, well, I'll ask you first actually. Okay. When we enter into the lover era, mm -hmm. and especially with You Need to Calm Down, which we'll be discussing, mm -hmm. like what was your take on just the whole, the whole scene? Like, but what do you mean? Like the album, or like I her think being like, vocal about I guess the gays? It, yeah, being vocal about the gays, being very like rainbow heavy. Mm. You know, like were you? Did you feel anything about that at the time? Well, I think when when she started with all the lover stuff, and remember she had the picture in front of that butterfly, and then there's the when she released Me, which was the first single at the beginning of the music video, the snake like bursts into butterflies. Mm -hmm, so right. I think part of the rainbow and the pastel colors and whatever is that she was like, she she really wanted to lean away from reputation mm -hmm. and to be like, I'm not this like dark thing anymore. Mm -hmm. I really want to lean into this light. So I think mm -hmm. that that is part of it. And mm -hmm. I think that that was like, and then obviously the album is like lover and like love and like mm -hmm. pink and it came out in the summer and so I that's kind of what I thought like motivated those choices mm -hmm. at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but obviously, yeah, you need to calm down. What and even me, I mean, as a first single, like a ridiculous song, but yeah, but it is like you know it's okay to be me mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. whatever. And then the next single was you need to calm down, which you know, obviously it's like the, the gay anthem. Um, and I, I remember explicitly when it came out because we were in Nashville because we were going to Bonnaroo mm -hmm. 
and it came out and I like was so not into it mm-hmm. and you were you were much more into mm-hmm. it and which is kind of funny because like I don't know like I feel like I was more like offended I was like more offended yeah which is funny because like I'm just uh, your average straight but, <laughs> but I just remember thinking that I it was annoying to me that she was so late on the bandwagon mm-hmm. and now it felt like now you're trying to cash in mm-hmm. because gay is mainstream now mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I re I still kind of feel that a little bit mm-hmm. like I I and you made a good point which was that it's like okay but what's the alternative like she mm-hmm. doesn't say anything mm-hmm. and like you're absolutely right about that that no like it's still she obviously has a fan, a huge fan base and like obviously it's good to have public, you know, allies and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I just thought the whole thing was, like, a little bit odd to me. Mm-hmm. I think the music video was very, like, tokenism-y. Like, mm-hmm. she's very, like, here's all these gay people I know. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just a little weird. Yeah. So I've, like, never been super comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. I don't... Like, her quote-unquote, like, gay activism to me, if she is, as she presents herself, which is straight, feels feels a little bit, like, disingen- disingenuous mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. So, I guess that's my thoughts on that. I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not, like, against it mm-hmm. or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm also not, like... Right. It's, like... I don't know. I'm like, oh, great, you're a gay icon in 2020. No, exactly. Or 2019 or whatever right. it was. It's right. like, okay. Yeah, it was, it was definitely, like, incredibly late to the party, for sure. Which, and it's not even that I'm like, oh, I, you know, everyone expected Taylor Swift to be ahead of the game. On like, <laughs> right. But, like, but even, like, I remember even people like Miley Cyrus and, like, random other people that were, like, being, like, outspoken about mm-hmm. gay stuff. Since, like, 2008. Right. And, like, it just felt like... And it felt like such an announcement and, like, mm-hmm. look at me. Mm-hmm. And, like, look, now I'm, like, mm-hmm. about this. Yeah. And, like, yeah. I just, like... Mm-hmm. It, it still irks me. Yeah. Yeah. I see the passion. Yeah. I sorry. Passion. I. It's funny because, like, I haven't... I remember being, like, annoyed when the song came mm-hmm. out and then, like, I moved past You it. haven't accessed that now pain. I'm like, this is annoying. <laughs> Well, okay, yeah. I mean, it's so... I think everything you say is, like, very valid. And I think that, like, if I didn't believe the things I believe... Yeah, yeah. I would feel the exact yeah. same and, way. Right. And I would be so pissed. Because I believe that she is straight. Right. So I'm, like, So you take offense. But and, like, I that makes saying. sense. Yeah. That makes sense. I think it's... You know, it's so funny because I think the fact that you said, like, it's like an announcement mm-hmm. is, like, I think... I think there are ways to look at, and like we'll get into it, but like there's ways to look at this era and that as video as her coming out. Yeah. So just to, you know. I mean, if that's the case, I'm way more chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you are an ally. Because I'm an ally. <laughs> well, yeah, and I mean, this is, this is kind of very slightly out of order, but you know, we're talking about you need to calm down. Yeah. So we'll just Let's go just with get it. Into it. Yeah. yeah. Google Doc be damned. Yeah, exactly. um, we'll get back to it. We're going off the rails. <laughs> but, okay, so if you haven't watched the music video for You Need to Calm Down, first of all, 
what are you doing with your life? Yeah, why are you listening to this podcast again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so true. So true. In the video, Tate... Although we welcome all listeners. Exactly. <laughs> welcome. It's a safe um, space. No, but, like, imagine if this is your, like, introduction. I would kind of love it. Yeah. Anyway. Um, in the video, basically every, like, notable queer is featured. Although, okay, what are your thoughts on the fact that there's, like, some random straights in there? Why is Ryan Reynolds in there? Mm-hmm. Why is Sierra in there? Yeah. Like, what's up with that? That, to me, is weird. Harry, but I guess that's like, has a different role. Yeah. That, to me, is weird. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Really I I don't know if... She was just like, let's just throw in some more celebrities. I guess. But it's weird, too, because it's like, okay, Ryan Reynolds is, like, her friend. So, like, fine, I guess. Yeah. Sierra, I don't think is her friend. No. And also, like, not that I necessarily think she was teasing any collabs with Ryan, like, in the video, but, like, she definitely wasn't teasing anything with Sierra. <laughs> yeah. So, like, why is Sierra there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. That, yeah. I don't know what to make of that, like, literally at all. That is very confusing to me. Like, do you think she did it so that, like, Katy Perry wasn't the only, like, non-gay celeb cameo? I don't know, because I feel like that's weird, too. It's weird, too, because also, like, I obviously know Katy Perry isn't gay, but she did have, like, I kissed a girl. Right, She's, right. like, down. Right. Yeah, it's super weird. It's really weird. It's super weird. Um, but, yeah, so, like, Ellen, all the Queer Eye guys, you know, every, everyone, everyone's in there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's similar to the Mii music video, like, lots of Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Taylor, for most of the video, is wearing her I guess it's probably a wig but her hair is like the colors of the bi flag mm-hmm. um there's also like times where she's wearing like these like rainbow like rings um and it's just you know there's pride flags everywhere the energy is very gay mm-hmm. as is the song um so yeah I mean I think it's just I don't know I think it's a very, very weird thing for her to have done if she is not queer. Yeah. Like, why... Like, I like I understand... I, I mean, I don't condone this, but I understand why different celebrities feel the, feel the need to, like do something like this mm-hmm. you know where they're like this is my like i don't even know what like all i can think of is like demi lovato's like commander-in-chief music video <laughs> which is like the most tokeny video that's it's, like ever been made yeah, it's, so it's like all i can think of um but like just to have like you know have a moment or a song yeah. or whatever where you're like, like I'm this chill with right Right. And so, that's obviously, like, a weird choice. I think it's a weird choice that in the video, Taylor seems to live amongst the gays Mm -hmm. in this, like, gay trailer park. That's all rainbow colors. I just, I think the reason why, like, like, I just want to believe that she's bi so that I don't have to be upset about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also want to believe that for all the reasons yeah. that I want to believe that. But, yeah. like, 
I just think it's like a crazy thing to do yeah. if she is straight. <laughs> and and I don't really it's also interesting though because I feel like she hasn't she hasn't gotten backlash from it in the way that I feel like she should if that's really what's like going on. Yeah. Even though I your average person does not think she's queer. Right. But but yeah. I do think that a lot of queer people share in these theories. But okay, so here's my question though. Like what then so let's say that she is queer and mm-hmm. this is like a pseudo coming out. Mm-hmm. What is the point of like kind of coming out but not really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't mean to be like come out already because right. like I get that there's a lot going on, but like right. Like if that's true and she's like I'm gonna do a whole music video mm-hmm. and I'm gonna like mm-hmm. whatever like why? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. It's like coming up to the line, but like not mm-hmm. crossing it. Yeah. It's really interesting that you say that. There's actually, well, there's two things that I want to say in response to that. One is, um, in listening to some other like gay theory podcasts I have heard there's been discussion of these rumors that Taylor was going to come out in a Rolling Stone interview like a magazine cover spread this was first leaked on a podcast called Bops and Flops Mm. um, which features like some celebrity PR you know I, I don't think like I think low on the totem pole, mm-hmm. no shade, yeah. people. Um, of that, Taylor's? Not of Taylor's, just oh. like in the, you know, in the underground queer scene or whatever. I see. I don't know much about it. I've heard it discussed on a few, like, timelines and things. Um, but there's this, like, there was this, like, leak, quote-unquote, before me even came out, like, the first single. I think she had, like, started the countdown or something. Mm-hmm. So it was clear that, like, and her Instagram had kind of started to change before mm-hmm. that, you know. So it was clear something was coming. Then the other thing that happens during this summer. Wait, but what leaks, though? That she's doing this, like, coming out, oh. like, cover story. Oh, oh, I see. But she never actually did it. But she never actually yeah. did it. She, the Rolling Stone interview she did that year was all about her masters being sold. So that's the other thing that happens during the lover era is mm-hmm. Scooter Braun, like, buys her masters yeah and it's obviously very like devastating to her Mm -hmm. um so a theory that's discussed on the what i will say podcast which we mentioned last time is that she was gonna come out and then that happened and just like derailed her like plan Mm because then the rolling stone cover becomes all about that and like even though her being gay is the bigger bombshell for sure i'm surprised they didn't wanna if they I mean, if it leaked, then Rolling Stone knew that she was planning on doing that. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised. I mean, obviously they can't, like, make her. Right. But. Yeah. Well, and that's that's interesting, an interesting thing, too, because something that I feel just generally about, you know, artists or celebrities or whatever coming out, I guess mainly musicians is how this would happen, is, like, I feel like if someone, you know, 
does a video like the You Need to Calm Down video or has a song that's clearly queer in some way. Mm -hmm. A good example would be like when that Rita Ora song, Girls, came out. Mm -hmm. And you listen to that song and you're like, oh, great. Rita Ora is bi or Mm -hmm. queer or whatever. Yeah. Like, you, I personally don't feel like we then need Rita Ora to say, I am bi. Because Mm -hmm. she, like, quote-unquote comes out in the song. Mm -hmm. However, she got a ton ton of backlash for that song. Because people were like, she's queerbaiting, she's queerbaiting. And then she was like, no, like, I'm bi. Or I'm queer. I don't know what her, like, what label she uses or whatever. Right. But but I would say that song is very different than You Need to Calm Down. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, I think another more, like, recent example would be, like, the Billie Eilish music video. Where Mm -hmm. she's, like, with all those, like, women. Mm -hmm. And she, like, put it out in June. And it was like, what's like happening? Yeah. She also got backlash, and then she made that Instagram that was like, I love girls, and had like pictures from like the behind the scenes or whatever. Mm. And again, that's not her like putting a label on it. I think, you know, she's rumored to be dating some boy like right now. Right. Um, but I do think, to me, I'm like these are things that like. I just don't, I guess I just, like, don't want to think she would make a video like that in 2021 and not be into women. Wait, who? Billie Eilish. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I just think that that's, like, so obviously not a thing you should do unless you're queer in some way. But is she, like, kissing them or anything? She's just, like, dancing with them. I don't think she literally kisses any of them, but it's very, like, like, it's very gay energy. Like, they're all, like, in pajamas and, like, on the bed. I mean, I guess, but, like, to give you just a straight perspective, like, I never would have thought that was, like, a gay music video. Yeah. Like, I would have just been, like, this is, like, girls hanging out. Like, obviously, if she was, like, I'm gay, I'd be, like, oh, okay. But, Mm -hmm. But I don't really see it that way. Yeah. So that's interesting. As just a, as a pers- as another perspective. Yeah, yeah. Like I like I obviously when all the backlash came, like I I get it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, it's just like a really. I mean, I think it's just like a really like difficult line because mm-hmm. on the one hand, I'm like you know people should just not have to put labels on it, whatever, Mm -hmm. identify how they want to identify, they don't need to explain themselves, we can get it, we can interpret it, whatever. But at the same time, like, you do want to have visibility. You do want to have people that, like, you can point to that are like, yes, like, Billie Eilish is, like, you know, a notable bisexual or, like, whatever. queer baiting basically is, like, cultural appropriation, basically, which is, like, you're not gay, but you're making money off of, like, gay Mm -hmm. culture. Right. Right? I mean, wouldn't you say that's, like, pretty... Which I fully, like, understand that, too. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, like, if you're not part of a community, Mm -hmm. but you do a whole thing to promote your song or your album or whatever, Mm -hmm. that is, like, basically using gayness to, like, be cool Mm -hmm. or make noise or Mm -hmm. whatever... Right. Like, that is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, it's just hard to... 
But it's hard I to say. Wonder, I wonder if with Taylor, like, I wonder if, let's say she is bi or whatever, like, she wanted, like, I wouldn't be shocked if she was, like, out to her, like, friends and family mm-hmm. and, like, wanted to do this video to be, like, I support the community or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, like, even if she was gay, like, I don't think Taylor would, like, ever come out publicly unless mm-hmm. maybe she was, like, 60. Yeah. Because it would just, like, her it would career, just, it, it would, would destroy her it career. It would destroy her career. Yeah. yeah. And I just, so I And just, I think she knows So that. that's why yeah. I just don't believe that she was, like, going to come out in a mm-hmm. magazine. Because I'm, like, she just wouldn't, like, even if she was, like, not even, bi- what if she was, like, lesbian? Right. Like, I just don't think right. she would do it. Well, and I think that, too, Which is sad. it is really sad. And I think that's another, you know, interesting point where, especially if she really is bi, like, and she's with Joe, mm-hmm. and she thinks she's gonna marry Joe, or she is married to Joe, or whatever. Right. Then, like, yeah, again, it's like this is sad to say, and like it sounds fucked up, but then, like, why would she put herself through that? Yeah. Coming out as bi. I mean, yeah, it would obviously give. I mean, she would easily be the most famous bisexual person. Oh yeah. In the world. Yeah. Because she's already one of the most famous people yeah. in the world yeah. to begin with. Yeah. And like that would be awesome and like really cool, but like. I do understand right. why, like, that's not happening. Right. Um, my, you know, my hope is that when she's really old, she she does a random, like, one-off And she's interview. like, obviously. And she's like, yeah, I had relationships with women. Yeah. And, the, and, and then... And you'll die happy. I'll die happy. <laughs> like, truly, I'm like, it'd be cool if you came out now, but... Do it when we're old. Do it That's when we're fine. Old. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so Okay, to get back on track. Yeah, to get back to the timeline. Um, just a few a few notable things. As we mentioned in an earlier or I guess last episode, me, the first single off lover, came out on Lesbian Visibility Day. <laughs> it's worth noting. Rainbows are all over the music video. We've discussed. In Miss Americana, the documentary. Mm-hmm. There is a part, and this is, what's amazing about this is that we've watched this documentary like three times. Yeah. And I never, I never realized this. Oh, we'll we'll watch again. I never realized this, but there's this part, I'll bring up the clip, where she's talking, she's talking to um, Brendan Urie, who's featured on the song. They're in the studio, he's recording, you know, whatever, and then they're discussing the video, the music video, and it cuts between them in the studio talking about the video and then them like recording the video. Right, and I'll I'll play the clip, but basically she's talking about the different like things she wants featured in the video, and how there'll be things in the video that are like, you know, about Brendan Urie, and then like about her. Here's the clip. clip mm-hmm. as you heard hopefully mm-hmm. yes, from I my s- small speakers I heard. <laughs> um 
she's listing all the things that quote unquote make, make her her, her mm-hmm. that will be featured in the video and one of those things is gay pride yeah sandwiched between like country western cats boots and cats and like yeah. country western boots which are also her as we yeah. know yeah an insane thing to say if you're a straight person yeah truly psychotic <laughs> examine that brain yeah. like why right, like right, right like do right, you know what right, i'm saying right, like right. you would literally never right, right. as much as you love the gays yeah. and me specifically yeah. my favorite gay. exactly you would literally never be like yeah, gay something, pride makes something me that me. defines me as a straight ally is gay fucking pride yeah no you're right crazy crazy so and again what i'd just like to say is like these these moments speak to themselves but also there's so many of them yeah you know what i mean right like i think that's the other thing that like really i guess convinces me fuels the movement right it's like if if there was nothing else never a whisper of gayness except for (laughs) you need to calm down right i'd be like yeah that's queer baiting it's fucked up right canceled right but i would still listen <laughs> let's be real but but you know what i mean yeah like anyway um also on her like entertainment weekly cover as she's promoting lover she is wearing a pride pin again i don't know that you'd wear a pride pin spokesperson for all straights <laughs> but it's interesting um yeah, we've already discussed a lot about You Need to Calm Down, the Rainbow Jewelry. Um, there was, like, a, a, I don't know if you'd call it a leak or just, like, someone on Tumblr. I guess it would have to be a leak because no one knew this video was coming out at the time. But, like, there was, like, a, a leaked theory that Taylor and Katie were going to, like, kiss in the mm. music video. And people, like, freaked out. There's this Tumblr post that, like, you know, went, got a lot of attention, I guess, where the person wrote, not to question you, but you know there's a leaked concept that you and Katie dress as fries and a burger and kiss. You know that's dumb, right? Please tell me you know it's dumb. And um, so a lot of, this post, I guess, got a lot of attention. Um, I don't think I had heard this theory at all at the time. Though I, I sort of feel like we knew that she was going to be in the video. Yeah. Like, I feel like that right. was, like, known. Um, I mean, honestly, I kind of have a vague recollection of this. Yeah. But, I don't know. Um, and, yeah, so this got a lot of attention. Um, and Taylor actually responded to it herself and said that is absolutely false. To be an ally is to understand the difference between advocating and baiting. Anyone trying to twist this positivity into something it isn't needs to calm down. It costs zero dollars not to step on our gowns. Mike drop. Mike fucking drop. (gasps) So yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting like theory. I don't know why that would be leaked. I don't know if they filmed that, but then cut it, or... Oh, I don't think so. I mean, I think it would be kind of a crazy thing to do, but then again, if she's doing all this stuff that's supposed to be her coming out, then, like, I mean, that would be another way to, like, do it, I guess. I don't think she would do that. 
Yeah. I think even if she were coming out. That would because be, like, too Katie much. Because Katy Perry is not gay. Right. And I just don't. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would be, like, It would be weird. weird. It would be, I think it... It would be kind of, it's, like, um... I don't even know what the word is, but, like, also just, like... I feel like, in a way, it would kind of, like, cheapen everything else. Like, yeah. it would just be... Well, exactly. Be, I'm just gonna do, like, a, like a play kiss. Yeah. Like, like, it just would be weird. Um... But it is interesting that you say that, too, because I think her response, like, in a similar way that, like, all of her statements about pride, like, she makes them very, like, they're very, like, distanced. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very, like, it, you know, people love who they love, and it's, like, brave for them to do or, like, whatever, like, kind of, like, arm's length. Yeah. I also feel like this response is kind of, like, arm's length. Yeah. Where she's, like... Right, to be an ally. She's not even saying yeah. as an ally. Right. Yeah. Like, it's very, like... Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's just interesting. So, you know, we note that. Mm-hmm. Um, a few articles came out about her, you know, wig being the colors of the bi flag, which Antony of Queer Eye and Todrick who's an executive producer on the video, like, liked. Mm. Um, There's also a theory that there's this girl in the video that is Carly or is supposed to look like Carly. Um, This girl on, like, a bike in front of the orange trailer. Hmm. I think it's very clearly not Carly to me. No, it's very not Carly, but it could be a Carly. But it could be a Carly, like, reference. Um. And then the final, like, you know, before we get into the tracks, um, lover thing I will mention is she makes a post also, you know, during this era, I assume it's lead up to the album coming out, but I'm not sure where she's wearing all these like bracelets that say different things. Like one says lover, one says fearless. They have like the names of her cats. And there is one that says proud that has beads that are again, pink, purple, and blue. Mm. But I feel like going. So, once again, a weird thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, there's a lot of gay tracks <laughs> to discuss. Oh. Um, you were laughing because it says Cruel Summer, everything about this song, yes. on my dock. Um, yes. And I, I agree this song, like, just feels like it can, like, only be about Carly. Yeah. Like, I don't. And I thank you. Yeah. And I thank you for that. Check out our Instagram because we have a Carly, <laughs> one, a Carly collage that we made ourselves. Yeah. Two, and you can tell. And you can tell. <laughs> two, one of the pictures is the two of them at the gate referred mm-hmm. to in Cruel Summer. So. Which was the gate out front of Carly's house in the yes. West Village. I don't think she lives there anymore, but she did at that time. Um, yeah. So, I mean, wow. Where do you even begin with this song? You know what's funny about this song, too? To me, like, I was listening to Lover the other day, and it really, like, 
I don't mean like it doesn't go with the album, but like it's just like it's almost like just its own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very separate. N- none of like the reference it like I don't even know how to describe it, but like she's describing a situation that's very clearly not tied to like any mm-hmm. boy or Joe or whatever that mm-hmm. she's singing about in other songs. And it just like I don't know, like a lot of the lyrics are like weird. Mm-hmm. I honestly think she might have written it when she was working on Reputation. Mm. Because I think, even though I don't necessarily think it belongs on Reputation, because I don't, like, I think it's the most... Yeah, Like, it has the most of that, like, vibe um, in sound and in, like, subject, Mm -hmm. as you're saying. I feel like it it kind of fits more that, like, energy. And maybe that's why it's, like, earlier on the album, too. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a few keynotes here. It's new, the shape of your body. Speech for itself. Yeah. Um, she also says, it's blue, the feeling I've got. And in a lot of Joe's songs, she talks about, you know, deep blue, but you painted me golden. Or, right. you know, I, my love was, right. had been frozen. Right. You know, whatever. Um, so that kind of speaks to this being about perhaps, you know, the person who came right before Joe, which, darling. I also feel like no rules in Breakable Heaven. Like, mm-hmm. Breakable Heaven, like, this idea of, like, it's paradise, but it's very fragile because yeah. anyone could find an out. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's no rules here. We can, like, be who we are. Yes, yes. And that, I feel like, too, sort of references false god as well, mm. which is very, like, you know, are, we're against religion, but like our religion mm. is each other. Um, so yeah, this verse I don't get at all. Hang your head low in the glow of the vending machine. I'm not dying. Like I don't. I get know. That at all. I always thought she was saying I'm not buying, which makes more sense with vending machine. Yeah, I always thought I was buying too. So I don't know why it's dying. Unless they were in like a hospital. I guess, yeah. Well, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, vending no. machines in hospitals? I don't know. I guess this is saying it's a reference to the earlier lyric, what doesn't kill me makes me want you more. That doesn't really make it's still, a lot of sense. Yeah, it's still not really making a lot of sense. Um, uh, another, another potential, you know, Carly or Lily theory is the lyric, angels roll their eyes. Mm-hmm. Because they are both Victoria's Secret Angels. There's also something about Cut to the Bone. That's in another song that references Carly. Oh, what song is that? Mm. That's like what stood out to me. I remember when I texted you that I was like, yeah, this is a gay song. (laughs) It's confirmed gay. Oh, maybe it's Enclosure. Mm. That would make sense. That would make sense. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It cut deep to know you right to the bone. Mm. Which we know closure is about Carly. Uh, chills. Chills. Love it. Love it. Um, another brief mention is for the man when she says, what's it like to brag about raking in dollars and getting bitches and models? <laughs> <laughs> not, what Case it, closed. not what it's like to get bitches and models, but what it's like to brag about it. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Another image to go to our Instagram for is the image of Taylor and Carly on Cornelia Street 
in which Taylor is wearing Carly's very ugly cardigan. Yes. So, did your mind explode? Did your mind fucking explode? They are on Cornelia Street. They're also... In a cardigan. In a cardigan. Like, in a cardigan. And also, like, they're pictured on Cornelia Street a lot together. Lily also frequents the apartment. I'll throw it out. Mm. Um, It just makes you think, you know? It makes you think. Um, And then false god, as mentioned, you know, even if it's a false god, we'd still worship this love. Even if it's not okay with religion. We are gay together. <laughs> um, she also mentioned the mentions the West Village, which is where Carly lived, and also West Village is the fucking gay epicenter of New York. Yeah. So let it be known. Um, in the song Afterglow, she says, "Fighting with a true love is like boxing with no gloves." She and Carly box in the Bad Blood music video together. Do with it what you will. Yeah. Um, and then the last, the last lover track to discuss is "It's Nice to Have a Friend," a very gay track. A very gay track. Um, uh, just a a real wild card. We've discussed it a lot before. Um, I feel like this is a song where she's looking back on her life and realizing she was gay. Mm. You know. Yeah. Like, similar to Seven, which we'll get to. Right. Um, but it's just, it just has that, like, haunting, melancholy, nostalgia vibe yeah. of, like, I don't know. This mm-hmm. just And, like, the, the line, too, just, like, it's nice to have a friend, like, could speak to, like, at the time, like, I just saw this as, like, a very nice friendship mm-hmm. and was like, wow, this is so nice to have, and only looking back. I realized that this mm. uh, yes it's also worth noting that she says lost my gloves you give me one aka the plot of Carol <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> notable lesbian film <laughs> um, I also um, I love the okay wait where is it here it is when she says something gave you the nerve to touch my hand mm-hmm. the first one of the first times you and I heard this, do you remember this? It really sounds like she says something gay. Like she draws out gay. She's like, something gay. <laughs> you thunder. <laughs> and we were like, wait, 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 wait. Go right. back, go back. Reverse, reverse. <laughs> so, you know, it's worth noting. Um, yeah. So that, you know, that kind of wraps up the lover, you know, era then Loverfest is canceled <laughs> but we get folklore nevermore we yeah um so this one you know there's a lot to discuss on both albums um i have i have things a bit out of order so we're gonna start with this visual okay um in which as discussed last time Carly and Taylor did the Vogue, they did a Vogue cover shoot together that came out in February of, um, I guess, 2015. Um, And when it came out, Diana Agron tweeted a picture of her bitmoji, her heart ripped out of her chest, and says, remember those days, question mark. 
Wait, what do you think the 143 refers to? I don't know. Because this is 143, remember those days. I don't know. I don't think do people think know. Do you think that could be like a date? Like a significant day for them or something? I don't know. I don't I know. I need to know. I know. And I mentioned this because... And it's literally the day it came out? She posted this? Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. I know. It's crazy. I also... I, I bring it up in this era because someone has graciously captioned it sorry for not making you my centerfold um, the line from coney island yeah in which she's she talking about all her breakups she talks about all her breakups and her regrets yeah in breakups so perhaps this is her saying she regrets not publicly you know claiming diana instead damn which i personally love as a theory oh yeah it's a great theory so anyway um but back to back to folklore back to folklore <laughs> um so i think you know there's so much to discuss we'll start with the one because it starts the album in this in this song we get the mention of chosen family very common in the gay community to have a chosen family when your own family you know kicks you to the curb for being gay yeah. um she also references the lyric from me when she says i never leave well enough alone mm -hmm. which she also says in me so if we're you know looking at that as a potentially queer track as well yeah. um she also says again she says like you meet some woman on the internet so mentioning like the other woman but not mentioning the gender mm -hmm. of the person she's singing about mm -hmm. um and she also says we never painted by the numbers Perhaps, you know, we didn't follow the rules. We didn't. We didn't stay within the straight lines. Mm. Think about. It. Think about it. Um. Then on, I'm gonna let's. Hmm. Well, then of course we have Cardigan, August, Betty, the trio. Yeah. We've discussed this a little bit already. Mm -hmm. I think this as a love triangle. You know could very easily be viewed in both lenses. Yeah. When she sings on Betty as James, yes, James could be a boy. James could also be a girl. Mm -hmm. And something I do think that's interesting about these songs is in both, well, maybe it's only in August that this is mentioned, but she mentions like having staying the night with each other mm -hmm. you know like sleeping together or whatever yeah but presumably this is a song about like high schoolers in london though in london well they can like drink earlier well and, yes you know. yes in london um but how often are you having a sleepover with your boyfriend in high school yeah i don't know true but it's worth noting it's worth noting it's worth noting um seven again another gay track she's talking about you know someone that she was close with in childhood she mentions the person's braids like a pattern she mentions that person having to hide in the closet um and i think i've said this before but i feel like this has a real it's nice to have a friend energy yes, yes. um and i think something that you and i have talked about just generally is like I do think that it's very common 
when people are like coming to terms with their sexuality or they come out to themselves, whatever, to look back on their life and be like, oh, here were some mm-hmm. moments where like it should have been right. maybe a bit clearer to me that like your crush on AJ from Ally and AJ. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, these are the moments that define us. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this song has that energy too when she's like, I can't recall your face. Mm-hmm. but I still have love for you. Yeah, like, like I remember the feeling. Right, like, yeah. I know that this is someone that I, like, cared about very deeply. Yeah. And, like... Right. And it's interesting, too, because clearly Seven and Intend to Have a Friend reference a very significant relationship from childhood. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, enough so that she's writing, like, multiple songs about it. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if it were just, like, a friendship or, like, something, like, she would have just spoken about that. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like if, like, let's say it was, like, some girl she was really good friends with and, like, moved away Mm -hmm. or something. Right. Like, I just feel like she would Mm -hmm. be like, oh, yeah, this song was about my childhood friend. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that she also, like, doesn't comment on it, Mm -hmm. I think her silence is noteworthy. It is noteworthy. It is. And you know what else? Because, like, Seven's, like, not one of the ones she talks about in, in long con right. sessions or anything. Right. What's interesting about that, too, is if it is, you know, if it was, like, about a friend who, like, moved away or whatever, like, that seems like the type of song she would have written, like, on her debut album. Mm-hmm. And right. not, like, why does it like, have a hold now? Like, eight, nine albums into her, yeah. like, decades-long yeah. career. Like, that, right. that speaks to repression. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then, of course, on Folklore, we have my personal fave, Hoax. Hoax. Um, and this one, she says, you know, is about a lot of different situations. Mm -hmm. And I believe one of those... Personal and professional. Personal and professional. I believe one of those situations is Carly. She mentions, um, your faithless love, which could be referring back to false god mm-hmm. um she also references the one who's saying my only one um and then the other the other line that i think is really interesting in this one is she says my best laid plan your sleight of hand and there is sort of the rumor or un- understanding or whatever that carly did something to screw Taylor over in relation to her masters. Yeah. She's been seen with Scooter since. Um, before the masters sale, she, like, posted something of, like, with a caption about, like, sipping tea or, like, whatever. And, like, she's done some shady things. Yeah. Um, so that feels like a Carly lyric. Um and then I also think the line that's really interesting in this one is, you know I left a part of me back in New York. Um, Which was where she was, like, the most publicly friends with Carly or, like, mm-hmm. hanging out with Carly. Yeah. And and where she really, like, I mean, if we think back to, like, 1989, which was, like, her, like, you know, big New York era, that's when she has her first, like, you know boys and boys and girls and girls mm-hmm. lyric that's kind of where she starts to be like oh gay people are chill mm-hmm. and like i can address it you right. know like that really like sparks all of that um for her 
so some some folklore thoughts yeah evermore you know similarly we have gold rush classic carly song classic carly song um it just goes without saying um i discussed this on our evermore episode but i i think that chiss's damn season and dorothea are linked and like about you know a female female relationship Mm. Um, Dorothea also, I think, is notable because it kind of has, you know, the same energy as Betty, her singing about this, like, woman, like, love interest. Um, there's kind of a reference to, like, you know, rebelling as a teen and, like, skipping the prom and, like, not, you know, not conforming. Yeah. Exactly. Um, similarly, you know, with Ivy and Elizabeth Fairs, husbands are mentioned but not the gender of the person that mm. the affair is with. Um, and then you already made a great closure connection to the earlier yeah. tracks. Um, which, again, I think just, just speaks to the, the great pain Carly has caused Taylor. So much pain. So much pain. Whether, whether romantically involved or not. Um, yeah. So I have a, you know, a few other sort of a silly things oh, please. to round us out. Please. Round out the season. Yes. Um, so first, there is a, what I believe is a very half-baked theory yes. <laughs> on, on the Gaylor blogs. That's, sorry to anyone who's ride or die for this. Yeah. But that theorized that perhaps Taylor Swift and Zoe Kravitz are romantically linked. <laughs> so I bring you to a few notable moments here. We found out during quarantine that Taylor and Zoe were in the same like quarantine bubble because Taylor took. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. It was like so weird. It's so fucking weird. So they're like in the same. Zoe Kravitz sucks. Like she sucks. Yeah. She's really. Just we're, as we're, not we're, not we're not fans. We're not fans. Do better. <laughs> Do better. Um, yeah, I mean. It's so it's so interesting because I think I'm pretty sure that Zoe is out as bi or something. Oh, is she? I think so. Um, but she also made such a big fucking deal about Lily Allen being like, "Yeah, we kissed." Yeah. And she was like so bitchy about it. Yeah, she was like she attacked me. Yeah. Which like like uh, okay. So anyway, who knows? We don't know. But they were in the same quarantine bubble, so people are like, okay, that's weird, obviously. Then, in the summer of 2020, Zoe released a song under her band name, like, uh, Lola Wolf, mm-hmm. called Not Diana, which people believe is, like, a reference to Diana Agron. Um, even if it's not, I do think this supports the theory that she is, like, bi or something, because... Well, I was just going to say, I just looked it up, and apparently she's dating a woman now. She just got divorced from a man. Right, right. And she okay, posted, chill. like, a couple... I mean, she hasn't, like, officially come out, but she posted, like, a very public picture with another woman and mm. said, so this is a thing with, like, heart eyes. Okay. Honestly, so, cute. I, like, Good. I, I Good. Um, perhaps this woman that she's now dating also has an ex named Diana. Um because the song is like, I know I'm not Diana, but just come away with me, come away with me, like, whatever, whatever. Anyway, 
And then um, she, w- but what is kind of crazy about this though is she was also featured in when Taylor got the Brit Award. You know, there was that video of like all those and they people, the, the most random people, and They're she like, was like Griff. one of them. Yeah, it was like Griff and like Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> like, feel like it's and, like, it's so weird. It's so weird. Um, so that's interesting. There's also a tweet from like the last like year or so, um, where the author. Um, Glennon Doyle, mm-hmm. uh, I believe she identifies as lesbian, right? She's ma- or maybe bi actually because she was married. She to was a man. Married to I don't man. know if she's lesbian or bi, whatever. Um, but she is now married to a female soccer player. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and she has she and her wife and Taylor have this like Twitter exchange. I guess it was early twenty twenty one. Where Abby, um, the soccer player who's married to um, Glennon, is like, she's like, Taylor Swift is our like soundtrack of 2020. Like, our daughter asked, like, to tweet you a happy B day. You have awakened an artist inside her, and there is no greater gift you can give our family. And Taylor res- responds, Just saw this and grinned. Tell Tish hi and thanks for remembering my birthday. You, my friend, are a champion in every way. And Glennon's writing has been a huge help to me this year. What a luminary she is. Which is crazy, because I'm pretty sure all her books are about being lesbian. No, they're not. <laughs> oh, okay. But she's like a self-help like, oh, kind okay, of person. Okay, okay. Only her most recent book is about being lesbian. But it is her most recent book, which I got you. Yes, which is on our show. <laughs> um, so we just, you know, we note that. We note it. We also note that just a couple months ago... Um, Taylor gave a shout out to Girl in Red when her album came out. And I saw that and like I'd never heard of Girl in Red. Mm. So I was like, oh, like Taylor Swift's like recommending this. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be right up my alley. It's crazy. Like I who would ever listen to this? Oh my I god, that is crazy to me. So like when I heard <laughs> that, I was like, what? No, no, I know. So what I'll say I didn't know Girl in Red was gay though. Yeah, Girl in Red is like, I mean, we'll we'll return to Urban Dictionary. Mm-hmm. The question, do you listen to Girl in Red, has been coined as a discreet way of asking a girl if she likes girls slash is gay. Girl in Red is kind of like a main, like, lesbian oh, artist. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought she was like a new artist. This is her first, so the album that Taylor shouts out is her first, like, album. She has a few EPs, and she's kind of one of those, like, underground gays who just has like an insane like mm. gay following but is she's truly not mainstream at all yeah no, and I've so never the heard fact of her. the fact that taylor like shouts her out for one is like kind of crazy mm-hmm. it's kind of like how she's like all over griff and like no shade to griff you yeah. like griff but yeah. it's like what's like happening there yeah. um but to be like i listen to girl in red is very like oh. i am gay um so you know we have that we have her pride statement from this summer, 2021, where once again, she's not saying she's gay. She's not saying she's an ally. She's just saying, like, I send respect and love to those living their truth, even in the world that makes it so hard to do. Like, yeah. once again, kind of calling on that. that yeah, it's really yeah, like, like, not everyone, like, is out and proud yeah. because the world is cruel. Um you know, which which is true, but it's it's kind of intense. Um, okay, and then the last thing I will share 
which is just all in pure fun, but I'm really excited to show this oh, to I you. A great way to round out our season. Don't ask me how I came across this, but I came across this Tumblr called Gay Alwyn. And it's all these pictures of Joe Alwyn from, like, I'm guessing high school based on how he looks. Just, like, all over, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So we'll post these Mary as well. Each beard. We'll post these as well to our Instagram so that you all can follow along or you can go to this company that I mentioned. But here we go. We'll describe them as we oh go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's literally getting kissed on the cheek by another boy and, like, embracing him. Yeah, his arms around him. That boy's, like, holding his neck and, like, kissing his cheek. His eyes are closed. He's feeling the moment. Maybe they're both bi. Thank you. That's my say? thought. That's my say? thought. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll speak more to it, but... Here, here are some more pictures. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm obsessed with these. We, we laugh with love. No, we, we laugh, laugh with oh my love. God, so much love. Like, love. this makes me like him more. No, I know. Because like, this he is was like so personality. Yeah. yeah, this gives him personality. He literally has, he's shirtless <laughs> with another man who's shirtless. <laughs> they have roses in their mouths, and they're, like, embracing. They're embracing, and, like, they kind of have, like, their arms out. Like, it's, like, iconic. It's icon behavior. Here's another one where he's getting a very a cheek to cheek embrace oh from another boy. Um, you know, lovers. Yeah. Here he is. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I know it's crazy. Like, this is No, I know it's crazy. This picture he's like sitting incredibly well, close. Well, um, you know and he was in boy race. I know. I know. Yes, I and that was I mean Oh my god, I love this theory. I know. That was one of his like first movies i know it wasn't literally his first one? one. Oh my god i think i do have that okay. one or no maybe i don't actually um yeah a few others of just him like laying on his like friends or oh lovers god. um yeah so again we will post these there's there's more than i've even put in this like google doc oh my god okay so like i just google do alan gay because i mm-hmm. wanted to find some more pictures and this account called Beard Club. Love it. Celesbian hashtag beard. Taylor Swift's long list of gay male celebs. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like obsessed. So yeah, I mean, after I saw these pictures, I was like, okay, this is this is a combination of like the facts we've laid out here and also my hope for the situation. My hope for the situation. Oh, yeah, there's a YouTube video called Joel and Gay Crack number two. Oh my god. <laughs> oh yes, I've seen this too. People think he's like flirting with him in that like interview. One of his like oh, the favorite like co-stars. God. I mean, you can go down these rabbit holes. No, you can. Like you can. We invite you. We invite you to as we will. Um, but in my, in my ideal Taylor world, as we've now, you know, brought all the facts to the table. I I believe and I want to believe that Taylor is bi, mm-hmm. that Joe is bi, mm-hmm. that perhaps in the beginning they even got together as beards, but have since fallen in love. Wait, but why do you want them to get together as beards? Why couldn't they just both be bi and fall in love? I mean, they could. They could. But I'm just saying, because it's so random that they even met, 
but, he but, was nothing. But maybe that was now part of he their has a career though. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but I just wonder if she. I mean, I guess maybe if he, if she knew he was by from the jump, but I don't or think like if she they even just met and like were f- like having a flirtation, mm-hmm. and then it was discovered like relatively early on. Mm-hmm. True, true. It may have made her more invested in him true. than like she true. would have been with just like another random dude. True. Yeah. No, that's it very true. Really makes you think. But I love the idea that they're both bi. Yeah, that's like, amazing. I mean, like, to be honest, like, that, like, like, if he were bi, it would definitely convince me more that she is bi. Mm. Just because I would be, like, I don't know. That would Mm -hmm. just, like, I don't know. I think, I think that, you know, unfortunately in our society, I, I don't know that many straight men that would, like, date or, like, marry, like, a bi woman. Mm, I see. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like... There is there is quite a stigma. There's yes. quite a stigma. So yeah. I just feel like that also just... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, and what's interesting about that, actually, is when you think about, you know, as we've been discussing, like, Taylor was really late to the game, like, politically and vocalizing mm-hmm. her support for, you know, the LGBT community, etc. But... A lot of that did come, I mean, especially, like, Lover On came after she was with Joe. Mm-hmm. So if he's also bi, yeah. probably the support of being with someone who's also bi and the Would two of them being like together. And, and also if he is, like, he's going to be very passionate about those things, too. Right. And right. I think she said, actually, I think she said in interviews when talking about, like, her, like, political being vocal politically and like in Miss Americana and stuff that like I think she does credit him as like a reason why she became like mm-hmm. more vocal yeah. and I think I mean I'm more likely to believe he's like you know more like you know you need to use your platform to like address gay issues and address racism or whatever like if he's also gay in yeah. some way yeah um and like you said, the fact that he was a boy erased, yeah, like very you know early in his career. And it would make sense too because like as we've noted, she's only gotten more vocal and like dropped these maybe like little hints or whatever since dating him, right? Versus like when she started dating Calvin Harris or whatever, mm-hmm. like it was shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's such a good point because yeah, as we've sort of been discussing the timeline, it does feel like historically a lot of her relationships have been used to like cut out those rumors right you know whereas these these two timelines are really coexisting yes if you will yes um and love it love theory. it love it as a theory and also it's just you know like i want taylor to be happy oh me too and if she is publicly living closeted let us hope that she's very out and proud in her private life mm-hmm. and in her relationship. No matter how she identifies. No matter how she identifies. That's what we hope for her. That's what we hope for her. And honestly, with these pictures of Joe, I'm like, whether or not you are gay, this gives me some personality from you. Yeah. And I'm loving that. Yeah. We're getting, <laughs> I'm like, we're getting energy. Is, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Joe. Yeah, he's like a fun, cool person. Yeah. So, anyway, if you have liked what you've heard in the past 13 <laughs> episodes, 
please once again follow us <laughs> on all social media at Folklore's Podcast. And stay tuned for season two mm-hmm. coming soon. So much more Taylor to get into. So much Music more. videos, films, friendships, featured songs, featured songs, everything, everything, re-recordings to come. Uh, so we can't wait. Don't we've only you know barely gotten started. Exactly. So there's so much more Taylor to come. So much more to come. You know, hit us up if you have topic requests oh, hit us up with requests reviews comments critiques please. we'll take them all please oh. and uh stream folklore, folklore.